This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. Wubba-lubba-dub-dub! And this is actually podcast one of two this week, because this is the first podcast that we've had in March, and uh, it's double podcast month here on the Rick and Johnny Podcast. Double podcast month. Not just this month. Not just next month, or not next week. Then the this week, week after, next week, then week, the week after, after, last week as well. We have four movie reviews. This is the first one that we are going to have for you guys. We went and saw Logan late Friday night. We're going to give you our complete thought through what we thought of Logan. And here's how our reviews are probably going to be split up. This is the one where I'm going to discuss kind of what we're doing. We're going to have two different segments. We're going to have the first one that's non-spoiler. It's going to be brief at the beginning. And then we're going to get into spoiler mode and really get down and dirty Deep, with right it. into the movie, tell you everything that we thought of it, specifics. I'm going to I'm going to kick this off. Non-spoiler mode. What was your just as a movie in general, what did you think? As a, I thought acting premise even though it doesn't follow comic book mm-hmm. really at all. It was beautifully done. Um, just as the story was fantastic, the acting was great. Like I said, I don't, we don't want to do spoilers yet. Mm-hmm. So Hugh Jackman, great with being old man Logan as, and Patrick Stewart. I mean, as there was, being an old man as well. There was a reason older. coming into this that you even mentioned to me that the reason why Patrick Stewart was like, "This is my last X Men." After is, him and Lo, uh, him and Hugh, Hugh Jackman saw it, actually saw it, and then they cried. Yeah, literally cried and was like, "Fuck it, I'm." You Hugh know Jackman what? was already like, hey, "I'm walking you know. off as well." Yeah, Hugh Jackman was already set to like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm done with this. I'm not doing it anymore." But up until that movie, Patrick Stewart was still on the board. He was thinking about doing another one. He saw this movie and he was done. Well, it kind of relates. I mean, me, I'm the sports guy. You're not the sports guy. Yeah. It's like, what is everybody's dream, no matter what sport you play? To do the best you can do. Win a championship and walk off on top. Like, oh, this is the year I'm going to retire. You win that championship, you walk off. This was Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman winning the title and just walking off into the sunset. I couldn't think of a better movie or better acting in general for them to walk away from these roles as. And that's the thing. The thing that you just said is the most important. Like this, That's the most important thing about this movie to me. This wasn't just like, oh, man, that was a great comic book movie. No, not at all. This was a great movie. Yeah. It hit both aspects. I mean, yeah, it doesn't follow any comic book storyline, mm-hmm. but it doesn't need to. The acting alone and the storyline that was written for it were phenomenal. And just the fact that it made the actors... Well, I should correct myself. It mm-hmm. only made one of the actors decide that, you know what? I can't do any better on this role. Mm-hmm. I am I need to walk away at this point because it's not going to get any better at this. He's at the top of his game in this movie. Well, and the with thing... This, with his role. The thing that I was watching this movie, like, it's weird for me or for you. Yeah. Because we come in and the big thing I've thought about since seeing it on Monday or on Friday, pardon me, was the, we've been with this character for so long. We've read about Wolverine. We've seen Hugh Jackman play Wolverine for 17 17 17 years. years. We have seen 
Wolverine and Hugh Jackman. It's kind of like how when you think of this guy right here, yeah. you think of Robert Downey Jr. Or is as I Iron like Man. to call him Tony Stark because that's yeah. who he is. That's like Hugh Jackman is Logan, is Wolverine. Yeah. Like that's what you think of. And for me coming in, I already had that bond with this character. Like I said, reading comics as a kid. Watching the animated series as a kid, always loving Wolverine because he was kind of the cool one out of the group. Yeah, he was the wild card. He's the one that made everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just made it for me, the cartoons. And especially how he'd be like, he would just have that kind of that charisma where it's like one of those things where it's like, where you just call you bub. Yeah. Call a character bub and it's like. Gutter trash. Oh, it's (laughs) gutter trash. That was one one. of my favorites. And it's in the series, I don't know how many amount of times. But like this Wolverine, we've seen Hugh Jackman for 17 years. So I had, we had that connection. But what I think, and of course, if somebody who's seen it and wasn't a comic book fan, tell me what you think down below. But we'd love to hear your opinion. I think this movie. Did a well enough job to, even if I didn't have a connection with Wolverine, I would still give a shit about who he is, about his emotion. I would give a damn about Professor X and about X-23 because just the acting and everything that went into it, it kind of, from the beginning, sucks you in. It does. It It doesn't suck you in quite as hard as maybe Guardians of the Galaxy did. It doesn't gut punch you right from the start. No, but it doesn't need to. It, it builds sucks, into that it throughout sucks, the whole movie. It sucks you in to the story right away. And while you go to answer that, I forgot. I got to pour my tasty beverage. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I feel like not just, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, it just kind of sucks you in and gut punches you right mm-hmm. away in the sense that it just brings out the emotions right off the bat. And which is, it works for that. But Logan didn't necessarily need to. It keeps pulling you in and pulling you in throughout the whole and there's slight, movie. And there's slight pulls. Yes, there's they little tugs. And you know what? It's great because they do disperse it with some humorous little parts they here and mix, there. They mix it up very which well. Which is good. They do it really well because there's been movies I've seen mm. that do not do, like, well, do put them in good places with the, with the little bits of humor. And the last thing I will say before we kind of tip this over into spoiler mode, because we have been going longer than I we said expected, we would. Yeah. The the thing that with the mixing humor and the kind of hard moments, I'm going to call them, there were times that like a very serious moment happened mm-hmm. and then Wolverine would do something and it would make me kind of laugh or smile. And I would think, wait, am, am, I, am I supposed to be laughing here? Like, it's one of those things where it's like it was so close to something that had just bad that was happened where it was like kind of you didn't have enough time to process it yeah. fully. And we're going to get into a lot of stuff where it just hits you and you're like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? But this is where we're going to put it and I'm going to put it right down here. It should say it for you guys. This is where we're going to go into spoiler mode. So we're if gonna you have not a lot seen, of details now. You have not seen Logan. Don't worry. Hit the pause button. Go see Logan. What are you doing? It was you a need great to see it. movie. I, even if it's like, well, I don't want to spend the money. Go out there. Spend the money if you can on this movie. It was an amazing movie. And it's going to get a great grade from us at the end. I'll just oh, yeah. spoil that for you right now. But let's go into spoiler mode. And let's start from the beginning. Yes. So the first thing we get before anything is a little bit of humor. And yeah. the first thing I wanted to talk about with this has nothing to do with Logan because they have a scene. It gets set up. 
Guy oh, walking, yes. guy walking down the street, getting I'm, mugged, and I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking in my oh, head, okay. like, okay, it, it's movie time, it's movie time. Ooh, I got to get into it. I got to really get like focus on the movie. Well, what it ends up being is the Deadpool trailer. Trailer, and we get to see the Deadpool teaser. That's the first thing I wanted to start off with, only okay. because I liked what they did. Because if you realized it, you're probably like, huh. That could have probably been an after credit scene, but they did it at the beginning of the movie because they didn't want you to go through everything that had just happened and be sitting there basically after X-23 turns the cross to an X. Yes. And then it's like, oh, great. Ha, ha, ha. Deadpool. Ha, 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 ha. So I wanted You'd to start with that. You'd feel awkward to laugh. Yeah, it would be very awkward. So that's why I like that they did that in the beginning. But the actual movie, when it starts, we're kind of, it's the Logan's car. He's yeah, sleeping he's in rent, the back. He's renting a limousine so he can make some mm-hmm. extra money. And um, he uh, he feels it start jerking around. And, uh, well, they're trying to get the, they're uh, taking the, the lug nuts off. Well, they don't. They want the rims because yeah. they're, they're nice rims mm-hmm. for an expensive car. Weren't they silver plating, he said? he's Chrome like, plated, yeah. He's like, man, those are chrome plating. You're, You're going to strip, strip those. <laughs> and it's like right from the word go, this movie hits you with the action. He yeah. pulls out the claws and it's bam, bam, bam. And let's not forget, you know what? Cuts the guy's arm off. Right off the bat, we get to see that he's getting old. His mm-hmm. claws don't even come out all the way. Two of them come out all the way. That one of them first sticks, one just... and you get a little bit of humor out of the band. He looks at it like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and that's something that I mean, I was talking to Sean about about the movie was this is kind of jumping a little bit, but even later when he pulls out those three claws again, yep, and he has to grab the that last first one. one and kind of just pull it out so it comes out all the way, yeah, and then kind of have to bandage up his hand because he just pulled it and. The the thing is, you see right away is we get that action scene where, like I said, he chops a guy's hand off, hits another guy right through the skull with the um, claws. And it's Cuts like, off limbs. He takes the most of them out. Right away, sets up the R-rated feel. Yeah. Where it's going to be, to me, it was like, wow, okay, this is going to be a complete different 180 kind of rated R feel mm-hmm. than Deadpool was. Deadpool was more raunchy humor. This is going to be more action to it. And then after that, you even get to see he's kind of like, it's a shot from the trailer. He's over the sink, kind of pushing out the shotgun shells into the sink. And you can see... Pieces of bullet, pieces of skin. And you can see like, okay, Logan, you're not healing uh, Not healing like you're supposed to. Yeah. No, yeah, we get to see, and you know what, if you look in the sink, Mm -hmm. there's the bullet pieces, there's also pieces of skin, which Mm -hmm. doesn't happen until this time. We've never seen that happen in the comics before. Usually they just drop out onto the ground, it's just the bullet. Well, it's just the bullet, and already you just see, and it's back to normal. No, it's like, now they're pushing out, but they're taking their time, Mm -hmm. they're dropping little by little, and like I said, there's there's muscle tissue and skin Mm -hmm. in the sink, which this is a very bad sign for him. Well, and I mean, even when he gets hit with the shotgun shells, he gets pushed back and gets knocked on the ground. Yeah. Enough to where the guys are like beating on him, him, and he's like, oh, fuck, what am I doing here? And then he finally gets up, and that's where he chops off the guy's arm, hits the other guy through the skull. Yep. And the thing is, jumping a little bit further is... Why he's making the money, trying to make the money, like you mentioned, he's Uber driving, driving people around. And what he's trying to do is he's got Professor X locked up in a 
old kind of water tower. Yeah, um, it, it fu- a water tower that's fallen mm-hmm. over. It's in Mexico. And yeah, it's just across the border. He's been working in Texas, so just so mm-hmm. everyone knows that's listening to this part. He's working in Texas. He's Uber driving um, a rented, I think it was like a Cadillac um, like limousine, limousine mm-hmm. just to make extra money. He's trying to buy a boat mm-hmm. so him and Xavier can go and probably live out Xavier's just last time. Days. Live out on the sea. Well, not to mention, we'll get to it in a few minutes, what's happening with Xavier. We'll probably, just get into it. Yeah, Tell you know what's what? going on with Xavier. Xavier, you know what? The reason they have him locked in a water... T- um, Killed a lot of people. Yeah. Um, he's, weapon of mass destruction. His brain is now a weapon of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. That's because he's 90 years old. He's going through dementia, as well as he's having seizures. The seizures are the part that's killing people. Oh, like You get to see it right in the beginning Everything starts shaking. Mm-hmm. Everything is, people are paralyzed. The only one that could walk, work through it is Wolverine. But even Caliban, who is, um, he's outside of the water tank, just in the little facility that they got. He's just trying to make coffee, and he's like, uh, he can't he's just move. shaking there, like, just still, like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I can't make my coffee. Yeah, he can't do anything. Once it happens, you can't move. Um, the only, like I said, the only one that can, he's just kind of like struggling to do it too. Is Wolverine. progressing like this fast, kind of through it, like really slow. Mm-hmm. Like it's like he's trying to push through a huge water current yep. that is just coming at him, and he's just trying to push, he's trying to fight through it because you know what? He, Xavier's mind is just going, but the mm-hmm. seizures are just vamping up his brain power so much that. It's just causing these, I don't even know what kind of waves they would be considered. Mm-hmm. Well, and we get the, they mentioned to it too, I think it was um, in New York City. Yeah. Where it really bad happened, killed what, over 400 people? Something like that. And killed basically all the mutants almost, almost all the mutants I th- I think that's at what this it, point. They weren't that specific, but I think it killed a lot of mutants, yeah. Well, and I mean, the only mutants we have here, the only ones that we are introduced to is Wolverine. Caliban, or yeah, Caliban and um, Professor, Professor X. X. Those, Those are, are the only nat- That's what I'm saying. Natural, natural mutants. And actually, still alive. what they what they said too is um, what is it like twenty years since the last mutant was born? Mm-hmm. So that's why we see that those are the only mutant, the natural mutants that are left. Yeah, and it's because of that incident in New York City, where it was just Professor X, just that Seizing. same kind of thing, had the seizure. And really, the only thing that you could do is there was a shot that Wolverine had to stick right in the right in Xavier's neck to stop the seizure, yep. and then he had to give him little pills. And you might be thinking, well, what are these pills? Well, they actually tell you because Caliban has a little exchange with, with Wolverine because yeah. he's saying like, you know what, you're not healing as quick. Something about this, about the money, the seizures are getting worse. I can't get through them like you. And he also looks at the bottle and says, oh, yeah, that's right. And your eyesight's going Cause this because is just you ibuprofen. can't read this is ibuprofen. So it's one of those things where it's like, wow, he's giving him basically ibuprofen, which is basically like Advil. Yeah. He's basically giving Charles to Advil and tells yeah. him to take it. But the thing is, it's at this part where this is to me, I'm sitting there going, wow, this is the weakest that we have not even seen, not just seen Logan. But, but Professor this is the X. Weakest we've seen Professor X. And one of that little humor that comes in mm-hmm. is when Logan walks into the water tower and uh, Charles is having a conversation with someone 
And then all of a sudden he starts quoting a Taco Bell ad. He's just and a bunch of different. He's like he's almost like it's he's like a flip, radio. He's like yeah, he's yeah. Flipping, flipping through radio channels. <laughs> he goes from one thing and he's wheeling himself around the the water tower. Mm-hmm. And then he says one thing and one thing. But then we like get the sad grip of reality. I mean, it's funny at first, and you get the sad grip of reality that holy crap, Professor X is losing it. He is because he's going you know crazy. he doesn't realize who because we right away we do, we realize he doesn't realize who Wolverine is mm-hmm. the guy who's been with him for probably what fifty years and what it kind of their relationship early on in the movie what it reminded me of is kind of like the father son to where the father's going basically having like Alzheimer's yeah. in the brain and kind of forgetting. And Wolverine's just like, no, you know who I am. Come on, you know this, where it's kind of like that son where it's like, you're not really taking it as serious as it is. Wolverine's like, no, you know who I am. Come on, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't be like, oh, no, no, I'm Wolverine. And yeah, kind no. of that like harsh kind of. Hey, you know who I am, mm-hmm. Dad. Come on, let's let's get. But what's sad, too, and I think it like plays into it that like makes it a little bit worse of an mm-hmm. aspect is because Charles Xavier has these mind reading powers and he states, you know what? I know who you are. I just don't recognize you, which is mm-hmm. really like even more sad than you get the concept of, I don't know who you are. Well, and they for even, briefly, they even mention it later. I can't remember if it was Pierce or, um, Xander who says this later in the film, but I think it was Pierce where he's like, Talking about how who I want to get to Pierce in a second. I think it is Metal Hand Pierce. Yeah, Boyd uh, Holbrook, amazing job as Pierce. Yeah, amazing. Like probably, but behind behind the main three of X Logan and then X twenty three, the X was Xavier. Yeah, besides those three, Pierce has got to be right there, right behind him. Yeah, I think he is actors in this, and that was. Boyd Hol- Holbrook, who I've never seen in anything before this. No. The, the latest big thing that he had done before Logan was he's been in Narcos, which apparently everyone in the world tells me I have to watch Narcos. I just have not yet, and I believe that's on Netflix. But it's one of those things where I saw him, I'm like, wow, he's a really good actor. And he kind of sold that kind of like douchebag kind of a uh, – Backhandedly where, maniacal. Yeah, and where it was kind of like you're kind of scheming and it's kind of like uh, sarcastic where even the first time he gets in to the car of Wolverine's car and he's just like, hey, we're uh, looking for a lady that uh, might have seen you and how he like works with the glasses, the sunglasses that mm-hmm. he's wearing. He kind of looks over them and stuff and he just goes, well, if you see her, here's my card. And when Logan doesn't go to grab it, he just tosses it yeah. in the front seat. Like I said, backhandedly maniacal. Because mm-hmm. he's not like straightforward, laughing in your face maniacal. He's very sarcastic. Mm-hmm. He's very like, I don't, I'm trying to think what other words to describe him. He's just, he does really good at that not main, hun, like 100% mm-hmm. main villain. Like he's not the leader of everything, but he's like a. He's so, got confidence. He's got confidence. Sure. He's just one step down from being the leader. Mm-hmm. So, and you can tell. He, he's the main guy, like, besides being the guy pulling the strings, he's the first in yes. command. That's what he is. And the first thing we get of him, because how the story is going out is X-23 was taken from him. He's trying to find find her. And really, Charles has been, apparently Charles has been 
contacting and talking to Laura, who Laura. is X-23. Yes. Apparently, he's been talking to her because she comes with Logan after the lady, one of the nurses who took her away from the She facility, sneaks into his car. Kind of. Uh, well, she sneaks into his car after he was like, wow, she's dead. Yeah. The nurse is dead. And wow, here's the money. And it's got coordinates on it. But. Charles is all like, oh, Laura, come in, come in. It's fine. It's it was kind of cute and sad at the same time again because mm-hmm. he's acting all grandfather-like. Yeah, in his wheelchair. Yeah. He's kind of just motoring around. I'll be honest. Him. The first thing I thought was <laughs> as he's dressed, as he's talking, it's like, he's a straight-up grandfather. He's dressed like tra- my grandfather. The, tra- the train comes by. She freaks out. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. El choo-choo. El choo-choo. Locomotive train. Train. And it's cute because he's trying to speak Spanish mm-hmm. to her. It, it's like he can't, but he can. <laughs> he said it in like three different ways. Just to yeah, just Spanish. to say it's a train. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about El, it. I don't know if el choo-choo is the right word, though. You know what? It comes at an 11-year-old down, <laughs> el, which is what el, you say. She's 11? About. Yeah, about we're going to go with 11, that. Like, yeah. maybe 13 at the most. Let's like, go with 11. Yeah, she's sure. not that. Well, and it's funny that you say 11. Yeah. Because the whole thing, and we're going to talk about one of the actors from this series in the other podcast that we have coming out, the regular podcast for this week. But with X-23, if we move right into her, the whole time, and this is me because I've seen Stranger Things. I don't know what you've been doing with your life. You haven't been watching it. Yeah, I'm disappointed in myself. So you need to get on, just like I need to watch Luke Cage. Yes, you you do. I'll need to watch Stranger Things. Some Stranger Things, which I will say I have watched episode one of Luke Cage. So I'm officially one episode Ahead of you, Johnny. I think they're about the same amount of thirteen. Something like season, that. Thirteen ep- thirteen seasons. We're gonna make this a contest, sir. In the season, but the whole time I'm sitting there going, "Wow, she really reminds me of Eleven from Stranger Things." Because it's kind of that same vibe. Maybe, maybe it's the mute thing. I think like the mute thing probably played a lot into it. Yeah, because she didn't talk. It was all, and that's another reason why the. The young actress who played, um, I almost called her 11, X-23, was so good to me because it's like, wow, for about, I would say, 80% of the movie until the very end of the movie, yeah, she doesn't say a single word. No, which is, I would say, would be hard for an 11-year-old. About the, the most she says is, ah, and that's it. Yeah. That's all she says is just screaming. Yeah, and that's not saying anything. And I mean, me, I'm sitting there like you, you kind of look at that and go, wow, for such a for such a young actor, which I'm going to look for Daphne King is her name. I it doesn't even say a birthday on IMDb, but she's wow. a child act for a child actor to be able to say, hey, you know what? We're going to have you not speak for most of the film. Usually there's adult actors who it takes a lot just to get the body language down and the facial expressions yeah. that you need for a character that can't speak but, or isn't supposed to speak, I should say. But for her age, she pulled it off really well, mm-hmm. just like getting all the body and the facial um, acting down for th- these emotions without actually saying a word. Mm-hmm. And like when you see her having a conversation with Professor X mentally and he speaks, you see her reactions. It's like, wow, she actually is still talking to him. Do you think she's touched? Do you think she was talking to him telepathically? telepathically? Yeah, he's talking to her in her mind. 
And then she's we, responding in here, and he's just taking that from her. Yeah, mind. that's how he was okay. talking to her. That's why he'd say things, mm-hmm. and then he'd pause, and she'd, like, sit there, and he'd re- – it's like he's responding. Okay. so he's reading her mind, and that's how he's – Yeah, that's how he's con- okay. communicating, just like the long distance, mm-hmm. where, oh, I've been talking to someone. Sure you have. Yeah, sure you've been talking to someone, and Logan's, like, all, like, you know what? Just take your medicine. Yep. Take your medicine, Dad. <laughs> But the thing is... What are you is, trying to do? What are you doing to me? What are you trying Who are you? <laughs> You're just waiting for me to I die. I actually feel really bad now about making fun of that part. That was Ugh. really sad, actually. It was one of those ones where it's like... And looking, funny. Looking back on it, it's like, oh my God, that's kind of humorous. But yeah, like what, what we're going to get to makes it... Uh, if you've seen the movie, you're like, wow, you guys are assholes. But moving forward, let's yes. move... I know we had another fight scene where we see X-23 and she comes... <laughs> Another rated R thing where he Pierce sends two guys, two or three guys in after three her. Three guys to go in after her. And she comes, you just hear gunshots and screaming. And she comes out with the guy's head and just rolls, rolls it, it at him. him. And then as oh. she's walking towards him, I like the, I really like this part. And it's in, <laughs> I think it's in the previews as well. But it's just like her. She's walking towards him. I think she mm-hmm. like she slams her backpack yeah. on the ground. And as she's no, walking don't towards touch, him, don't touch the bag. Oh Logan hell no! Logan wasn't it. allowed to either. Logan's like, give me the damn bag. They wanted to see what was there. They're in. arguing. They're like fighting over it. And you got Xavier stepping mm-hmm. in. Leave it alone. <laughs> it's her bag. But go on. With yeah. What you were so like. I love the scene, and I think it's in the the one of the trailers. Mm-hmm. She's walking towards him. The claws are slowly coming out, all Wolverine style, yeah. not like just the snicked. It's but it's like sh- and it's like really slow. Yeah, and, and he's going no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like she's supposed to listen mm-hmm. to him. Like she, like a, a an adult that's not the parent mm-hmm. trying to reprimand a child, and then we get that another fight scene. Yes, they get in the car, they're driving, and one of the better parts, he slams into the fence. Yes, and it was like fuck, that didn't work. Then they had to go in reverse. <laughs> Luckily, they get away. They get on the other side. Yeah, they. I do the, like a lot of the scenes that happen along the way with that, like dragging the bikers and whatnot. But then everything after, like the next segment, we're not just gonna go like posh, posh, posh. Kind of overall, it's now them on the road kind of a thing. Yeah. The whole thing that made this even more and it kind of built that connection Mm -hmm. is the kind of relationship that you're getting built between Laura and Logan. Yes. Because at first it's like, Logan's like, I want nothing to do with her. I just want to get this done and over with. with. We got to get the boat. We got to get it. We got to get the boat. We got to get to the out to the sea. Yes. Because I can't let a seizure from Charles kill everyone kill again. Kill anybody. And when they come to the hotel, we're going to talk about three things with this scene. Yes. The first one I wanted to hit was with what I'm talking about with Laura to Logan. She comes up to the clothing of a taller mannequin, an adult mannequin, male and a mannequin, child mannequin, and a ch- female child mannequin. Both in like cowboy attire. Was she looking at the clothes? No. What was she, what was the first thing she focused on? The hands. The hands hold it, and it was kind of like uh, where she was like looking, like man, like she wanted that. Yes, she wanted that, especially with Logan. She noticed that that's a sign, like in from those mannequins, and she realizes that's a sign of, of endearment, endearment, and closeness with like family mm-hmm. in a sense, which is she never really had. Yeah. She never had correction. Mm-hmm. 
because the closest thing she had was her friends. The other experiments. The, the other, other experiments, mutants. which were her friends in a yeah. sense, and the one nurse that really took care of mm-hmm. her. Well, we even got a sense of that when they would cut to those scenes. Yeah. And it was uh, Xander who took one of the nurses aside and he goes, we don't do birthday parties. We don't coddle them. We don't do this. We don't do that. Don't think of them as kid, kids. It was Dr. Rice, but yeah. Yeah, Xander Rice. Don't oh, it thi- was Xander Rice. You're don't right. Don't think of them. They are experiments. They are things, yes. not people. Don't think of them as children. We don't do birthdays. We don't do this. We, we don't, don't do Halloween. The, I remember kiss their boo-boos. Yeah, wow. We don't do any of that. We just, they are things. They are property. That's how he kind of laid it down. Yeah. And I mean, with that scene, then you get in the elevator kind of. Just to reinforce where the relationship is at, Mm -hmm. they get into the elevator after Charles goes, well, we'll need a change of clothes. Yes. (laughs) They get the bag of clothes. He's so excited to get his fedora on. He hits hits the 12 button. Yes. And what does Laura do? Ding, 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 ding. No, we don't do that. Like every little kid. They want to press every button. (laughs) She didn't do it right, though. You don't go bing, bing, bing. You just go, and then he goes straight down. Well, let's be fair. It was touch screen (laughs) at this point. It's not like a normal button. We you can't still do that. Right down. I don't know. You could, you could do that in touch. All does the does it work on the touch screen though? I think it could. I don't know. We'd have to test it, it out. <laughs> but the thing I wanted to jump to is when yes. they get to the hotel room. Yes. This is kind of an overarching thing, and maybe I should leave this to the end. But fuck it, I'm going to bring it up now. The cowboy movie mm-hmm. that Professor X was watching, and he was um, kind of explaining to Laura. Yeah. I don't know if you got this from it, but I did. Basically, that movie, which was an actual Western movie. Yes, it was. Um, basically, that's the same storyline as Logan. In a sense, yeah. Because it's about the outlaw who had done some bad things, hangs up the gun, but then has, has to, to be on his way. Has to pick it back up to do the right oh, yeah. thing while also having that young child and that young kind of um, adult child relationship in that and that's one of the scenes we like saw father child relationship yeah. yeah and i'm like damn i i didn't think about it until like after like getting home and thinking about it. i'm like fuck man yeah that is deep i'm like that is like that is really that deep is, and that is some deep foreshadowing too yeah without it like they they kind of pulled the like wool over they're like, here, you can look behind the scenes, and you didn't even know you were looking behind the scenes. Exactly. You had no idea that you were going to see mm-hmm. basically what was going to—a huge idea of what was going to happen at the end until you see that West—until you see the end of the movie, then you realize, oh, wow, the Western was a, basically an idea well, of what that's going to happen in the I movie. And I mean, really, let's look at it. Let's look at a movie. This is basically a Western in a way. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like that Western kind of storyline. Where, I mean, of course, it's not like a true Western where it's like it's set. Gunslinging in the and West, in the West. And, well, it's in Texas. Think about the mo- like the music that they use. Mm-hmm. The thing I didn't even talk about is the fight scenes early on we talked about. I mentioned it after me and you saw it. The yeah. coolest thing about those fight scenes was it wasn't like a traditional music that you would hear. In the action in movies other nowadays, movies. yeah. It was kind of some music where... There was one where it kind of like made you unsettled. Yeah, like you you were settled enough to know like okay, I'm in a fight scene, but it was so unsettling to where you weren't like yeah yeah man yeah cut his arm off. Woo! Yeah, you weren't like just like 
all like other action movies you and you're like out. heck yeah he's he's mm-hmm. gonna do this he's gonna do this you're like kind of on the edge you see like you what's were, gonna happen you were like what's gonna happen because it, it wasn't concerned about logan is something bad because it wasn't like a, it wasn't a sincere music it mm-hmm. wasn't like just hard on the bass and mm-hmm. playing into it as you and i can go into music all, yeah. all night long actually but i mean it, the music choices were interesting i mean then you think of the trailers yeah, Johnny Cash is hurt. Oh man! I mean that the trailer with what strings. we saw it. This was basically a western story, a modern western. Yeah, I would basically say. But no, I completely agree with that. Jumping ahead to the second thing we're going to talk about with at the, the hotel, hotel scene, yeah. the seizure. Yeah, Charles has another like. Logan goes out to get a new vehicle so that they can't track him. Uh, Pierce and his men find he gets back and X-23 Pierce and his men are there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he, Logan's kind of looking like, fuck, where am I going to go He's in? Trying How am to I going to do find it? a place to get and in, then, and all of a sudden. bam, everyone freezes and is paralyzed. And it's like, holy crap, Charles had a seizure. Yep. And then and Logan has to fight up there to get He's there. got to fight through a lobby of a mm-hmm. casino, up 12, uh, up an elevator to get to the 12th mm-hmm. floor, and then down a hallway. And you can see, like, at the point where he gets closer and closer, it gets harder and harder. He's got to sink his claws into the walls. Just so he can not, like, get pushed back. Yeah, just so he can climb towards mm-hmm. Charles. And it's kind of, it adds a little bit of humor to what he mm-hmm. does at the ne- this next scene. As he's trying to get into the room, there's about, what, five men in there? About, five five or six? There were two pointing at Xavier, two... About five, yeah. yeah. There was so one at the door, one at the door two, two in, and then and two, two at Xavier himself. Yeah. So it's kind of funny because everyone is paralyzed, and the mm-hmm. only two that can actually move, and it's very uh, hard. X-23 actually, and Wolverine. Even, even X-23 is struggling to move. Mm-hmm. This is how bad that seizure was. Yeah. And you got Wolverine. It's kind of, you, you find some humor in this part, even though Xavier's, you know Xavier's mm-hmm. having a seizure. He takes the time. Precision kills. Precision kills. Precision on every, kills. All three, the three first guys before you get to the ones right, Xavier, headshots. You get one in the side of the head, one underneath, and one, what was it, through the back? Yeah. I love how they were all headshots. All though. headshots. And it wasn't like uh, it threw, he would just place it right up against and, and then, then shink. <laughs> yeah, he. it wasn't just stab through. No, it was put it against there and then pull the claws out. Yeah. It was great because you know what? Honestly, this made up for all those. Threats of headshots throughout all the other movies. Yeah, but I mean, to me, I kind of was like, oh, they in the trailer, the one that went straight up. Yeah, they did it in fast motion. Cr- yeah, fast motion. You think, oh man, we're gonna get that. Obviously, we got that in the first fight scene, so you weren't totally kind of disappointed. But then seeing this one in slow motion, where he just puts it right here and just shh. And I completely, because mm-hmm. honestly, I get where he did it that way. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's hurting him for. Xavier to do this to it, to everyone, but why deal with it afterwards when you can move, no one else can. Why? Yeah. Why would when you're not healing? Why not wh- just get it over with? Yeah, get it over with now. Well, and even right before, like he gets to Xavier and he's got to like reach back and X twenty three is reaching the uh, the vial with the, the syringe, syringe yeah, him, and he's got to take it and then right into the neck and push it. Yeah. And it was funny where uh, it was the little humor of it was Charles kind of insinuates that all Logan I had to and Logan's like, no, you didn't. You didn't plan this. You freaked out and had a seizure. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God. Like, it's so it's sad. But you kind of you kind of really question of did he 
Did Charles go, I ha- was it one of those things where Charles said, oh, no, I have to, and just let it go? Yeah. Or did Charles freak out and have a seizure? Because one of the things that Pierce even mentions this was he mentions, like, oh, what, what, what's the old guy got? Some, some Alzheimer's, ALS? Man, that might be bad having one of those bad diseases and one of the most powerful brains in the world. Yep. By the way, good job on the accent. Do you think so? I you do. Think I, try, I tried. I yeah, tried. I, I think it was good. A little there. southern in there. I didn't have the uh, the sunglasses, the rounded sunglasses. You got sunglasses. your glasses, though. You could have played around. But he had those like, nice little rounded. Are... Were, he, it kind of looked like they were trying to go with those round 70s glasses. Well, actually, it's... it's you've, you've seen them in some in, inaccurate historical mm-hmm. westerns. Inaccurate. I guess. In, yeah, like inaccurate historical western. <laughs> yeah. Some historically inaccurate <laughs> westerns. You see some of those glasses like that, so I like how they played that in there. And then they get, so moving on now, they get off the road. Yeah. Well, they get back onto the road. While yeah. everyone is just like, for like everyone's on the ground, nobody, like everyone's like, oh, what happened? Just running out. They got to get out. They get out. Before anyone can do anything. Um, pull in. And then... Fast forward, they get to the home. Of, More trip. Well, I mean, let's let's well, let's they, let's play it into. They're on the road. They're on the road. Um, electronic trucks take over this now. Oh, There's God, no, those things were scary. They were. I the the scariest well, thing about those fuckers. Yeah. Was if you stood in front of it, it wouldn't stop. No. It would just go beep 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 beep, and you would have to move. I I was like. I, I, I was like, what the fuck? Well, let's be fair. It's like some truck drivers nowadays, because I'm on 294 like twice a week, and I'm on 88 twice a week. It's like some truck drivers. They don't pay attention where you're at. And, like, I get it. If a, if it's going that fast, it's not going to be able to stop on a dime. But to but push the, you out of a lane. But the fact that it just goes beep, 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 and that's it? Well, no. I mean, that's why um, Wolverine and all of them spun mm-hmm. around is because... It wasn't that it was going forward. It was changing lanes. And it just changed. It just changed. It does, it's not like there's sensors to say, oh, there's a car here. Let me yeah. stop. No, it just beep, 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 moves over and just kind of says, moving over. Yeah. And, and knocked so, them off the road, knocked the family that they helped get their horses, horses back. back. Which we didn't mention, X-23 or Laura, however you want to say little, her. She likes horses. Yeah, That's she's got a little stuffed animal. Little stuffed animals. She was petting the horses. She, who she was fixated when they were running around. Yes, and then, um, well, and then Charles using his powers to, to get two of them over. Were just, it was three of them, kind of just was uh, it three of them? Because yeah, I just kind okay. of relaxing them, and then just they walked right over, and kind of like the family was like, "The fuck, that was kind of weird. That was convenient. That was very weird that that just happened." So, yeah, they didn't think anything of it, of and, it after that though. And then they do the nice like, "Oh, well, do you want to come have some dinner?" Logan goes, "No." He's Char- trying to get us to go. <laughs> and then like, Charles, he's like, hey, that we would gotta be keep- wonderful. Yeah, like like a grandfather. Because <laughs> I mean, I get where Logan comes from, and everyone sh- will. I mean, well, they want to stay on the road. He on wants to get ahead. Wolverine, and that's he basically knows, he knows what it's like to be on the run. Well, that's all he's been is yeah, on the run most of his life. All of his life has been on the run and not really having that close connection. He's a nomad. He's used to being a nomad. Oh, what is your name? Uh, Logan. That's my father, Chuck. Uh, (laughs) And this is my daughter, Laura. (laughs) Father Chuck. (laughs) I like how he did that in there. How they call them Chuck instead of Charles. Yep. A little uh, demeaning, like, hey, you know what? I'm calling you Chuck right now. So they go to this family's house for dinner and stuff, and it's basically like, holy crap. This is what it would be like if they were a family. Yeah. 
The, you, if I mean, Charles, Logan, and Laura were you have, a family. They're actually laughing. They're having a mm-hmm. good time. Even Logan's letting loose a little bit for once in even, his life. Even Charles, when Logan puts him to bed before he goes and uh, helps the father of the family yeah. with the water situation they had. You can have this. He, well, he even says, like, oh, man, this is like something like along the lines of this is nice. Uh, and just uh, this is what it feels like. Yeah. This is what it feels like to not be on the run. And you know what? He, I, I do like that. He just straight out says, you can have this, Logan. Mm-hmm. Logan doesn't want it. Well, he, No, he's not, not used to Logan it. It's not that Logan doesn't want it. It's that Logan, he even mentions this later. I'm going to just jump to this automatically. Yeah, go ahead. One of the best lines from X-23 after she begins to talk yeah. is when they're at the camp. Mm-hmm. With the other experiments, the young children experiments, and Logan goes, "You know what? You don't want you don't want that. You don't want to get close to me. The people I care for get hurt." And she, without misses a beat, and just goes, "Well, I got nothing to worry about then." Basically saying, "You don't care about me." Yeah, well, that was rough. I was just, like, "Whoa!" That was rough to watch. Oh, I was like, "Woo! You get it. You go get him." I wasn't expecting her to hit him with the gut punch like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can just see. I was like, oh. You can see Logan, like, his heart just sank when she mm-hmm. said that back to him. But, I mean, back to where we were. Yeah, so back at the to the house. Yes. Logan goes and helps. The father. The father basically deal with some bullies who are trying to uh, shut the water off and be a-holes. They're trying to shut, they're actually trying to shut his farm down. Yeah, by Shut basically it. shutting the water down. Because it's apparently, I don't know. Well, the it was, the property is like a corn syrup mill. Yeah, and, and it's just right across, so it's like on the other guy's property, even though it's his water pump. And what they were kind of insinuating there is how the father goes, oh yeah, well that's corn syrup, they use it for Everything. Everything. Basically, what that meant, if you kind of looked into it, yeah. was how did they make... And if you're one of those people that are like, conspiracy theory about the government is fucking with our food, you might not want to hear this part of the movie, but it's basically like, or two. oh, wait, Xander Rice and them, you know what they're doing? To keep the mutant gene down, dormant, they're putting stuff in the corn syrup that goes into everything, like he says, food, shampoo, everything that we use yeah. to keep that gene dormant to where we don't get any mutants. Yeah. You know that, what? that was their little subtle hint yeah. to that. Because he says, you know what, I, he he prefers, like a farmer, he prefers mm-hmm. the fresh stuff because he's like, they put it in everything and it's just ruining it. He's basically saying it's ruining everything. Yeah. Well, you know why they're doing that. Yeah, to, to suppress the mutant, mutant gene. gene down so we don't have... Any, any more nat- natural born mutants. But, and then we get that classic scene. We saw a little bit of it in the trailer where he goes, bet you've heard that sound a lot. And Wolverine mm. goes, more times more, than I'd like. More than I'd like. And that was even a great scene, too, because he punches punches him in the face and just snaps Oh, no. He his took gun. his own gun and yeah, slammed him in the face and then, then snapped, snapped the gun in half leg. and throws it. <laughs> And it's great because you get to uh, you finally get to see more of his thinking in this movie. Wolverine, instead of just mm-hmm. going at it and taking the claws out, he's actually thinking. Well, he more. has to because well, he can't. The regeneration he, is a lot slower. Th- he's just getting older, and he yeah. knows he's dying. Yeah. Well, not to mention, um, 
he, they bring it up as well mm-hmm. why he's dying. It's not just because he's getting older. His body's being poisoned. By the animantium. Yes. The anti- the, antimantium. Animantium. Yeah, that. Yes. You, you know what Just I'm say the metal. About. Yeah, the metal. <laughs> the metal inside of it. Yeah. Um, the metal that goes shink, shink, stabby, stabby. Snick, snick. <laughs> snick, snick. <laughs> but, and then, like, this is another thing that after they do that. Yeah. This is probably, we're getting close to probably the biggest death in this film. Yes. One, the one biggest of, death. Yeah, you're right. The biggest death. Well, it comes down to it. Like, I mean, we'll have this conversation after we get to the second one at the end. Yeah. But this is where we get our first death. The first major death. We see Charles. He's in the bed. And this is the first kind of time he feels like, from what it sounds like, he's talking to Logan. Yep. He's kind of, he's... He's watching the sunrise, which is bringing up memories. It's He's bringing up regrets. What he did, yeah, and he can actually like he even mentions how he for the first time he can remember. Yeah, he what, can remember what happened in New York. I would say it's one of the saddest parts of the movie. He's remembering mm-hmm. what happened in New York, and it's really sad that his quote. Uh, I'm not. I'm paraphrasing what he said. Mm-hmm. This is a beautiful bed. This is a beautiful sunrise. I'm. I'm finally. This is one of the best nights I've had, and I don't deserve it. Yeah, because of how many people that he killed. And it, uh, it's sad because you know it wasn't on purpose. Well, you know he didn't mean to. Yeah, and he's t- he's still, after all this time, taking it out on, on, out on himself. Well, and probably the worst part then to this that compounds it yeah. is it looks, like, it looks like Wolverine. Stands over him? Stands over him, just puts the uh, fist to the chest. And, and snicked. Right through Charles's chest. And at first you're thinking, what the fuck? And then you think, holy shit, that's not Logan. Because you only see him in the dark and you can bear, you can just kind of see. Well, you can see that it's him. You can see it's Logan's face. Mm-hmm. But then when the lights turn on, you realize well, he's got it. He's shorter hair, shorter beard. The beard's back to like the, the original Wolverine beard. He's got a buzz mm-hmm. cut. It's not even like well, the original Wolverine hair. And basically what... That is, it's X-24, yes. um, who was kind of revealed where me, you, and even Dave, who went and saw the movie with us, we were all like, what the fuck? Surprised, yeah. Like, I didn't expect X-24 to be in this film, and basically what it was, and Xander, Xander Rice kind of explains it, is basically he says, oh yeah, with the uh, the X-23 model, we realized, oh yeah, they're good. But they have too much emotion. They have, they have too, too much many hum- feelings. Too many huma- hu- too much humanity. So we're gonna take that out. Yeah. We're just gonna make it make rage and primal ferocity the main two factors and not even deal with that humanity that you get and you get X twenty four. Like even Pierce just goes, Hey doctor, you gotta go and talk to him. You're the only one he listens to. Yep. And the doctor's gotta go out there. X24, X24. Basically okay. like a trained animal. Yeah, it's okay. That's, it's all, okay. that's all it was. Set the girl down. <laughs> Set the girl down. It's okay. And uh, basically at this point, not only do we get our fight with Logan and X24, what to me, and I'm going to spoil the answer already, Yeah. Charles's death here to me was a more impactful death than Logan's later in the film mm-hmm. because- of the sole fact that when Logan is carrying him out, he keeps saying, it wasn't, it wasn't me. me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. Because you could tell in his mind and in his eyes that 
I don't want you to die thinking that I killed you. Yes. Now, he just doesn't want him to die in general. But, but he doesn't the want fact it to... of if you do die, I don't want you to think it was me. Yeah, exactly, which was really sad because mm-hmm. he's trying to... And the bad part is you don't know if, it, if Charles is coherent at that mm-hmm. point. So he's constantly saying, as he's carrying him down the stairs, it wasn't me, it carrying wasn't all me, the it truck, wasn't me. he keeps trying to tell him, put pressure on it, you're going to be fine. It, it, well, and that's even a, we know it's a sticky situation for Logan. He had a choice to make. Yeah. He had a choice. Do I sit here, apply pressure to the wound, and basically try to save Charles's life, but in the process, if I did that, X-24 gets away with X-23. Yes. Or do I go after X-24, save X-23, and Charles probably dies? He had to make that a tough the, choice. That was the choice that had to be made. It was bad because the one that he knows is his his blood daughter, the mm-hmm. one he's starting to get a little close to, and in part of his mind you can tell it's like, I can have this father-daughter relationship for once in my life. As, and yeah, it's it's fresh and new, but it's something that maybe I can have mm-hmm. in the future. Or this man that I've known for 40 to 50 years, mm-hmm. do I let him die or do I let them take her and who knows what they do with her? And he tried, he tried to do both, which was really sad to watch because he's carrying Charles down. He keeps telling him to apply pressure or he, he tells him to apply pressure. He keeps trying to do that. We'll carry him down to the truck and he's just pan. You can tell he's panicking, mm-hmm. which is, you don't usually see that Wolverine until this movie. There's not a whole lot of panic. It's more so regret or rage or something like that. You don't see a lot of panic and sadness until this movie. And he's carrying him down the stairs. He's trying to get him to, apply pressure but he keeps saying it's not it wasn't me it wasn't me it wasn't me because for all Charles knows and I don't know if you noticed this and I mm-hmm. thought I saw this there's a look like there was a cataract in one of his two eyes so we no, can't even I didn't s- notice that it looked and maybe I saw the screen mm-hmm. wrong but to me it looked like one of the eyes was really dulled out so that usually t- tends to mean cataracts mm-hmm. which means he can't see out of one of his eyes which means his vision's even worse mm-hmm. so for all he knows you're talking about Charles's eyes? Charles. Or? Okay. Yeah. I Lo- thought you were talking about Logan's no, eyes. No, Logan okay. is just reading glasses. Yeah. it's His eyes are getting old. No, Especially to look at the phone. Yeah. But to me, to me, it looked like Charles had a, like one eye, at least, that looked like it had a cataract to it. Okay. Yeah, and I again, didn't notice that. I'd have to see the movie again, which I mm-hmm. definitely plan on doing that. Yeah. No, this is a movie that I wanted to see a few times. Yeah. Like, and this is, in that whole scene, the thing that was even showed the healing generation was the father of the family yeah just kept when because he pins x24 against the um the wall with his truck yeah it was and like then a just fo- start shooting him in the face just boom boom, boom over and boom, over and over again to where this part of the face is just gone and it's nothing and he turns at wolverine and just goes click, click. and i was like oh he ain't happy with you you saved his life and he ain't happy with you. Yeah. Like your fa- like his family died because of you and he just click. And then he just falls to the ground because he was going to die. He was dying, yeah. Um but the kind of thing that I was like, "Whoa," was when they put the syringe of the medicine in X24, all of this just and just seeing the eye come back. Yeah, just a lot faster than even Wolverine could have done. Like, and his- I'm like holy shit, did that eye just come out of nowhere? Like, it was just like, and then boom, it's all back. Yeah, he he with that serum, he heals a lot faster than Wolverine did in his prime. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and that's what they wanted. They wanted a Wolverine, a model of Wolverine in his prime without the human emotion. Yeah, at all. That's what they're. That's what they were going for with X twenty four. And basically, the end of the movie, right from here, is just Logan and Laura. Yep. And the thing that we have not hit yet, and I mean, this is kind of going back before the Charles death. The thing that I found in the most interesting between the Wolverine or the Logan and Laura um, relationship is she had the coordinates that were written down yes. for North Dakota. Yeah, it was North Dakota. Um, basically, what they were were coordinates from an X-Men comic book where they were going to Eden. A place called a Eden from the comic books, yeah. Um, and it was straight, just not, it looked like the same Wolverines that we saw in the, or the same X-Men, I should say, that we saw in the um, 90s animated series. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it, it's ironic now that Wolverine, you know what, it's fake. This is fake. A guy wrote this. It didn't happen this Probably way. Probably 70% of where, this happened and not like this. It's one of those things where Wolverine is kind of looking at, like, I lived this. This did not happen. This book is bullshit. It's bullshit. But what he didn't realize is Laura wasn't going there because she wanted, because you're thinking, and I thought it too, she wants to go because she thinks that Eden Eden is there. Yeah. No. She wants to go there because all the kids made a pact of this is where we go. This is where we stop. This is the coordinates we go to. And you have, even the lead um, kid says it. He goes, everyone had till today at this time to get here. And, and then, then we leave tomorrow. They're crossing the border. Yeah, and they want to cross the border. Into Canada, into I Canada, think. Canada, which then, is kind of ironic because Wolverine, Canadian. Canadian, yeah. And I mean, there was also, I think it was in cartoon series that I watched once where he was part of like a Canadian strike uh, force. I want to say it's called Alpha Flight, but I could be yeah, wrong. something like that. Were, and I was like, wow, that's kind of ironic that they're going into Canada yeah. um, because of bringing kind of everything full circle. But even before we get to Eden, because I want to talk about that, when um, Logan, we see one of the comical scenes, mm-hmm. truck stops working, and he's just like, fuck, 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 Well, let's fuck. not forget, right and before he's hitting the hitting the truck with the shovel, knocks the mirror off. The aggravation is so intense because he didn't just, he just lost bury, Charles. He just buried Charles. Mm-hmm. He's trying to deal with it, He's which is... Wolverine style can't mm-hmm. cry. You can see in his face. Wolverine wants to cry. He will not do that. Well, and he, we didn't talk about this when they were burying him. She grabs. She his hand. grabs the hand, and what does he do? He pulls it away. Well, he left but, it for a minute or two as he's yeah, trying not to cry. But, but when he walked away, he it yanked it out. He just yanked it away and walked away. Yeah, and part of it's probably because he doesn't. I think the big part of it is he doesn't want to get too close to anyone else. Well, it was one of the things where he mentioned it at the end. Mm-hmm. Anybody that I care about dies. Yeah. And Charles is somebody that he cared about died. Well, I mean. Gene Gray died. Scott, even. Died. Everyone in all the X-Men. All the X-Men died. Dead. Everyone, everyone he's known and loved mm-hmm. is dead. Honestly, he's over a hundred years old. He's probably, mm-hmm. I don't know the, I don't have the math done right Caliban. now. 
dead. Yeah, at, at this that point. point, he's dead. Actually, we forgot to mention oh, that. that was one of the Callan, badass deaths. That was a really badass death. Be definite. afraid of the light, bitches. Grenades. Well, let's, let's not forget, Pierce said it to him yeah. first. Your mama probably said, be, um, beware of the light. Beware of the light, and he just strips you know the uh, cloth away. And you know what? The thing is, we did, we didn't mention this at all throughout mm-hmm. this. Caliban is taking care of Charles, but it's mentioned in the movie that, hey, you helped us catch a bunch of mm-hmm. mutants because Caliban's powers, in case no one knows, is being able to track other mutants. Yeah, he was in X-Men Apocalypse. Yes. Uh, in case you didn't see that, mm-hmm. check it out. You'll see some of his powers in there, too. But the thing he he they were using him. And he was doing it willingly to catch mutants, which is part of why, as a penance in a sense, Mm -hmm. taking care of Charles to make himself feel better. It's like, you know what? These are the last few mutants. The least I can do is take care of them. They Mm -hmm. take him again and force him to track down X-23, Xavier, and Wolverine, mainly because they want X-23. And at that scene with the the barn at the farm, he's just basically, you know what? I can't do this. This is my per- perfect shot. He takes some grenades off the ground, the strip that was just, yep. just a little bit too mm-hmm. close, takes them and like beware. Clip, just pops them and says the same thing and then just tosses them. Drops them, the whole truck just explodes. What, he kill a few men? Yeah, and almost, he charred himself. Char- yeah, he charred himself. He's dead. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> um, and he almost kills Pierce. Mm-hmm. Almost. He's, he was close. Well, that's what he was trying to do yeah. was kill Pierce. I mean, valiant effort. I mm-hmm. give that to him. So... It, it was kind of nice. It's you even see a redeeming point that Caliban is like, you know what? I need to make up for what I did. Mm-hmm. And before we talk about the end, now I want to mention one piece that we hadn't mentioned yes. until this point. There was another dark, and this another good reason why this was rated R mm-hmm. was because we got this part and we're able to talk about it. Yeah, you had the animantium bullet. That Wolverine got in a past movie, and he's kept with him all this time. Mm-hmm. And the thing that made it a hundred percent real is he even mentioned, "Yeah, there's been times where I've thought about shooting myself." With well, it. Laura brings it up too because mm-hmm. Charles tells says, "You know what? Charles told me you want to kill yourself. What else did he say? She told me not to. He's like, he told me not to let you, mm-hmm. which kind of makes it real. And then." Later on, they f- she finds the bullet in mm-hmm. his pocket, just like Caliban did early yep. in the movie. And she's like, what's this for? It's like, well, yeah, I thought of, I've kept it on me for a while to put it in my put a bullet in my head. Well, before that, he says it's a reminder of who I am. Yeah, that's right. Like, because it's made out of animantium. Yeah, at first it was a reminder of who he was. You're right. I forgot about mm-hmm. that part. And then he's like, and then for a while, I just thought, Ending I'm, I'm going to put it in my head. Because really, this is the only, like, this little bullet's the only thing that could end my life. Yeah, because if you actually looked at some of the details of the bullet, it's mm-hmm. not like a 100% normal bullet. For one, like they said, it's made of animantium. Yeah. But the other thing is because a lot of comics hit on it, and he's been shot in the head before. Mm-hmm. And um, Wolverine, yep. the Origins, he got shot in the head with animantium bullet, mm-hmm. but it pushed out eventually. This one had a little bit different to the top of it. It was kind of... Um, Rounded. It wasn't just rounded. It had like some, um, almost like an arrow mm-hmm. where if it shoots in, you're not pulling that out. Oh, it's going to get stuck. It's going to stay in there. So his he's not going to get brain function back. Yeah. And I mean, that was one where I was like, holy shit. It brought we're, a realism to like, it. Like we're dealing with the realism of Wolverine wanting to commit suicide. Yeah. Like living for so long and just going, 
fuck it. And like having the thought of times, fuck it. I just want to end it. Well, let's put it this way too. I can, I can only, no, actually I can't even imagine what he's been through. I can't. He's, he was born in 1832. He's watched, I don't know how many. Born or created. Well. Created. He's created, but his (laughs) birth is supposed to be 18. You know what I mean. So he's an experiment. That's what I'm going at. No, he was born. Okay. He was born. His, his birth was 1832. Mm-hmm. He, from 1832 to 2000 and mm-hmm. what was it? 29? 2029. He's watched all these people die. die. But now let's not forget, he's lived from 1832 to 2020. What was the um, Days of Future Past then? In 25? Yes. So he lived from... 1832 to 2025, then back to 1979, and again through 2029. Mm-hmm. So he's like 200. I, I actually watched a timeline video about this. He's he's mentally and emotionally 200 and something years old. He's watched his friends die twice. Yeah. He, he's watched people from the gap of 1832 to 1973 die. Die. Once and I mean I can't imagine the emotional turmoil a person like that would be in. So yeah, I it brings a lot of realism to him wanting to end it. Well, and then you get the moving on because we're so close to the end now. Yeah, we're really close to the end of the movie. What it is, they're at Eden. The kids just go out just right outside of it. And this is where we get that line where he goes, "Well, you don't want to get close to me." Everyone I care about dies. Laura goes, I have nothing to worry about. There was also another, this was a comical scene Mm -hmm. where the kids trim his beard. Yep. And trim it into the old Wolverine. Mm -hmm. And he looks in the mirror and he goes, that's not funny. Not funny. And like, even like, because it wasn't just Laura. Mm -hmm. It was all the kids. That looked up to him. Yeah. It was all of them. Well, you see as the, uh, since we already went over Mm -hmm. it. At the um, the burial scene at the end, the kids got he's the got a Wolverine, Wolverine toy. Doll. Yeah, he's got a Wolverine well, action figure. Action figure. I'm sorry. Action figure. It's not a doll, Ricky. It's an action figure. <laughs> it's an action figure. <laughs> <laughs> it's collector's edition, two fifty five. Um, I think you might be right on that. Actually, <laughs> am I serious? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but I mean, basically, you get we get one last big fight scene. Mm-hmm. Pierce dies because. The experiments go, fuck it, we're going to kill you. Yeah, all the, the, uh, the all the kids the, that weren't busy. The girl that can control nature, grass, kind of like Gulliver's Island. Grabs him and just keeps him still. The force guy is pushing him. I'm calling him the force guy because I know he's kind of telepathic like Charles, but he was just like, whoosh, whoosh. I'm like, oh, he's using the force on you. Yeah, Luke I mean. Skywalker. It's just like, boom, 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 boom. It's just, it's like, what, sound waves? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, maybe Banshee. Yeah, like Banshee used to do out of the um, out of his mouth. Yeah, but he was the doing screech. it out of his hands without a screech. It was just you got the waves. girl that's kind of like um, Ice, Ice Man, but through breath. the mouth. Yeah, and it, they all the the electric kid that was pretty. That cool. was fucking sneaky when he just went touched the truck and just and just shocked him. Oh. Yeah, but perfect timing. So we get the huge action scene. Not the Hugh Jackman scene, the huge action no, scene. No, both. And, uh, I mean, Hugh Jackman versus Hugh Jackman. Yeah, it all, cu- <laughs> it all culminates to the Oscar-winning performance of Hugh fighting Hugh. Yeah. X-24 against uh, Logan. 
and this is it. This is where it all ends. X-24 right through the upper chest, picks him up just with that, slams him into, into a, a tree, tree trunk. spear. Yeah. It was a tree. It was a root. Was, I, think oh. it was, I think the root was sticking off. He just, after a huge, or awesome. like a branch that was just like. It was just, yeah, it was just pointed. this huge cone of a branch. And he just, boom, it right was, through the chest. After an epic fight scene mm-hmm. of. Hugh Jackman versus Hugh Jackman versus X-23. And X-24 just got a truck laid on him at this point. Yeah, he just... The main kid that could, like, was lifting it with the ground, just flipped this huge truck on And slammed it on him. And honestly, I I bet you thought this, too. He's getting up. You thought he was getting up? I thought he was getting up. You know, I thought like thought they were going to be able to get somewhat away at I least. I was like, that ain't going to stop him. I didn't think it was going to stop him, but I did think, like, you know what? This is the chance. Someone's going to get away My, at least a little o- bit. The only reason I thought that, though, was before that, mm-hmm. X-23 looked at the revolver on the ground. Yeah, And I said, you know what? that is how he's dying, is the animantium bullet to the skull. So when that happened, I'm like, okay, this is where it happens. This is where she kills him. And then they both die. Yeah. They both die. She, bam, blasts off basically this whole half of his face. Well, this one. Yeah. This whole half of his face. Talk about this half right here. Yeah. This whole chunk. And then Wolverine dies. Because he's been implanted on this. Bleeding out. Yeah, because he's been, he does, as we remember, his healing factor is not working. And he's impaled like right here through the chest. Yep. Uh, he's got the huge. Like you said, tree mm-hmm. spear. He's been implanted on it. He got stabbed, what, four times? Mm-hmm. And as like he's going for a lethal blow, she just shoots his just shoots his head off. And you know what made it really like and this is another thing why the actress who played X twenty three yeah. was phenomenal, not just because of the whole having to be mute early on, mm-hmm. but also because this just the scene of her reacting to Logan's death as he's dying. You get the tear, not just the tear. How many actors give you the commitment for the snot that just comes right? The clear up the snot no- when you the clear snot that came out the nose went right down the lip. I was like, oh, that is commitment. Yeah, that is commitment. And then also, you know what she said to make it a hundred times worse on the uh, the heartstring factor. Daddy. She said, Daddy. She called him father. I was like, oh, no. It's like, you, oh, no. Yeah. It, oh, my God. Oh, well, I'm like, why did you have to do that? Why, yeah. I get why you did it, but it's like, why did you have to just take my heart, pull it out, and then just go, no, and no, smash Ricky, it? No, Ricky, let's be fair. X23 uh, pulled it out and went snick, 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 snick. No, no. She, she basically, what that she was did was took out my heart. And then basically went Tommy Boy on it and went, doof, 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 doof. oh, it's all the humanity. Here it's comes the meat wagon. <laughs> That's what she did. Yeah, but That's you know what? She crashed it, lit it on fire on a guy's desk. That's yes. what she did. But you know what makes it worse right after that? What? Well, him looking right in her eyes. Smiling because he finally got to have this father daughterish moment, and he finally gets to die. Which so I'm assuming that too. That was kind the of the sweet relief of death for, for Logan. Once. And it had like it had this phrase. I feel like had a double meaning mm-hmm. because he's looking in her eyes. He's smiling at her, mm-hmm. and after she calls him daddy, he goes. So this is what it feels like. Because it's someone that loves him that's not going to die on him, but he's also finally getting the sweet relief of death. 
Well, it's either or. This is what it feels like to finally die. But also, oh, this is what it feels like to be the loved one that dies. Yeah. Not just the, oh, you don't get to, like, the one I cared about don't get to die. It's the, oh, I'm the one that's dying. I'm the loved one that dies. You know, I didn't think about the addition of I'm the loved one that's dying. That's that's how I would take it. Only because, you know what, he's had Mm -hmm. everyone that he loved die on him. Mm Mm-hmm. He's finally just got someone that he loves that he doesn't have to watch die. And the thing that makes it full circle is when they did bury him. Yeah. Did you realize the stuff that she was saying was from the cowboy movie? Was from the cowboy movie. Yeah, no, I noticed it right off the bat. It was I'm from like, the oh, end wow. of the cowboy movie, what the cowboy was saying to the boy, to the younger boy. And I was like, wow. I was like, you're bringing it full circle. You're bringing that foreshadowing back to the ending. And then how does it end? They just walk away. They're going to go over the border, and she takes the cross and turns it and into an turns axe. it to the X. That and was boom, oh man. Black. I I'll be honest. I did shed two tears, literally two, <sighs> one down each side, and I'm like, you know what? That was sad. So you know, what? if you did for some reason still watch this and didn't see the movie, bring it, tissues because it was what very, we described. It was very heart. Heart wrenching. Yes, it in a plays good way. With your heart strength. I want to say it's heart wrenching, but in a good way. Don't mm-hmm. take it that terminology is a bad because well, it's not like it's one of those ones where it's like, oh, this is what they're doing. Like you know those movies where it's like, yeah. oh, they're trying to play with my emotion. This yeah, way. no, no. This is one that was very, 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 very crafted in a way to make it. It made the more important, like, sad moments actually be impactful. Yes. Like, every single one was impactful. They mattered, as opposed to some of the movies Mm -hmm. that, like, well, okay, this is sad, and this is sad, and that's sad, I guess. And that's what it kind of, what I mentioned at the beginning in the non-spoiler part. Yeah. Of course, me and you have connections to these characters, Mm -hmm. because we've read about them, we've watched them in cartoon series growing up, we've watched them in... Movies ever Read since we were 10 and 9 years old. Yeah. Um, and this is not only if you're going as someone like us who knows the characters or going as someone who doesn't know who they are, they're, you're going to have similar reactions. It's yeah. not like, it's not like, oh, I didn't care about them because I didn't know who they are. If you're going in just to see it as a regular movie, you're going to have a similar reaction just because... Of the characters and how the movie is kind of structured and how it plays out. No, I completely agree. Just just a reminder, everyone, grab grab at least one napkin when you walk by this food bar. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the snack stand. You gotta yeah. grab. You gotta grab that one napkin. You gotta. Yeah, just to dab it up. Just make sure you have it on you. If if you're, you're the type that cries more, grab a handful. But this is what we do. This is what we're gonna do for every review. We've just gone through the entire movie, spoiler and non. Here's what I want you to do, Johnny. You're going to go first for Logan. I'll go first for Kong, and we'll kind of switch off Back down the forth. way. Back and forth, yep. Notice how I did that. Yeah. You're going to go first for Logan. Yeah. I'll go first for Kong. You can get Beauty and the Beast. I'll go first for Power Rangers. See what I did there? Yeah, he planned this I, out. I get to go first for Power Rangers. But here's what I want. I want you to give your your grade for this. So how we're going to do our grading for our reviews mm-hmm. out of five stars. That's what you get. You got to give it blank blank stars out of five, and then your final comments on your review and why you're giving it that that grade. Now you know what. 
don't take this as my bias mm-hmm. because how I look at movies, I don't just look at because there's some movies you've had problems with at first, mm-hmm. and you got you like Captain America, um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. I remember we went and saw it. You I was had not it, happy. You weren't happy, but because because usually when I get mad at comic book movies, it's because they. The further you derive from the base material, the angrier I get. Yeah, but the thing I look at is how was it compared to when it's com- comic book movies? How is it as a com- the source material, mm-hmm. and how is it as a movie as a whole? It had no the source material, and I didn't care about that at all. I love Wolverine; he's my number one, as we talked about in the first our first podcast. Remember, we said it was going to be the best X Men movie of well, all time. I'm going to take that back. <laughs> Because it's movie. not just yeah, it's not the just the best X Men movie. It's the best one of the best movies I've seen. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since a movie's made me shed a tear, and this one has done it legitimately. And you know what? I'm gonna give it a five out of five, just because the acting was phenomenal, the storyline was phenomenal, and you know what? I it's a movie that it's been a while that I want to go see it in theaters. I'm willing to pay the thirteen dollars it costs nowadays mm-hmm. to go see them. I'm willing to pay go see it again. I'm definitely gonna go see it again. Usually, you don't you don't give uh, movies the two kind of uh, pay experience unless you really like it. Exactly, that's gotta mean something. No, I and like I said, don't take my Wolverine bias. I'm not taking Mm -hmm. my Wolverine bias into account. I would give it a five out of five if I didn't like Wolverine that much. I'm gonna second it. Five out of five as well. I did not. I'll be honest. I did not expect this movie to be. I want to rephrase how I'm saying that. I didn't expect to think of it as highly as I do. Exactly. Like, I thought it was going to be a good movie. I thought I was going to have fun. I thought it was going to play at my heartstrings. But I didn't expect to walk out going, wow, that is one of the best movies I have seen in some time. Yes. Honestly, I, I, I want to say this. I think it should get at least nominated for an Oscar. For Best Picture? Best picture or best actor? So Hugh Jackman is best. Actor. Well, he had to play two characters. He did have to play two characters. Twenty four. He had to fight himself too. Or you know what, Charles, Charles Xavier, Patrick Stewart did phenomenally. I mean, with the type of role he had to play mm-hmm. as um as Professor X, but also as a ninety year old slipping mentally. There was also a part in the movie where he goes, I'm fucking 90. We've had one meal. We've been traveling for two days. I'm fucking, she's 11. I'm fucking 90. (laughs) But it was one of those things where the thing I think about that you say that. Yeah. If he got nominated for best actor and won it, it would be like um, the actor who played Obi-Wan. Yeah. Winning that best actor, our best supporting actor, whatever Oscar he won for Obi-Wan Kenobi for A New Hope. I think it would many have, many moons ago. Yeah, I mean it would be it would probably have to be a best supporting if it's mm-hmm. Xavier, but still I would say they su- can, if it's best supporting you can have supporting Hugh as best actor nominations. We're not talking about winners. Then I mean but we could hope, but the thing that kind of crushes that, and I hate to say this, that Dave mentioned was when we were like, oh well, what about Oscars? Dave goes, nope, it happened too early in the year. Yeah, but you got to hope that they look mm-hmm. back at that it. They look at the entire year and not just. This is the what last came three out months. Recently, but it's one of those things where this was a to me great movie, great acting, great storyline. It was one of those movies too where a lot of movies like I'll look and go, okay, how long has it been? Okay, we've been in it yeah. for that long. I did not look at the time. No, once not at this all. movie, I was engrossed the entire time. And like I said, this is 
honestly one of the better, one of the best movies that I have seen in quite, quite, quite a long time, a long time. And it was way better than Batman v Superman and Suicide (laughs) Squad combined. So, I mean, that's a little bit of something. But Johnny, not saying much before I wrap everything up, any last thoughts or any last things you want to bring up? Be prepared for an emotional hangover the next day. Yeah. Well, you you texted uh, me you, and Dave, and we're like, does anyone else have an emotional hangover? Because I do. <laughs> I, you were going through some stuff. Oh, I was going through, through some through, stuff. Oh, it, I, it was hard to watch. And I, I mean, especially with me being such... Knowing, been, knowing that you had to talk about it tonight. Well, not just that. Wolverine, <laughs> it's that. It's Wolverine's been my number one since probably 10 or mm-hmm. young, at least 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Watching this guy that we've seen 17 years play the same role. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it just brought to light at the end of the movie. It's like, damn. He's done. He's done. But not just to mention, that was a, that was, I don't know. I, don't, I can't even think of words for it. That the type of, like the, how he did in that movie and how that movie went, that was one to walk away from that character too. It was the one to just say, I'm walking out on top. Yep. I, hit, I hit the dinger and I'm going to walk right out of the building on that. Yep. But this is where you guys come in. This has been a very long podcast. This is how these movie reviews are going to go. It's just going to be the full thing on either Blog Talk or YouTube. I want to thank you guys for either listening thank or you watching. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Ricky Widmer. Johnny is at War Machine 9085. 90, See, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm learning. Most Valuable Podcast is at Most Valuable Pod. Also, if you like the podcast, want to support us other than hitting that like and subscribe button, check out patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast to help us out over there. I hope you guys enjoyed Logan. Hope you guys enjoyed our review. Let us know what you think down below. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.